0: Them feeling safe in a gym early on is going to only benefit them. Because you know how many people I know that are afraid to go to the gym, right? They weren't surrounded by that environment. Right. If you kind of grew up in the gym environment or know about the gym, that your parents go there and, you know, you've been there, it's going to feel easier for you to do that because you're surrounded by that. That's part of you. Mm -hmm. I think it's important, that aspect as well
1: what is what is the saying it's you can't teach an old dog new tricks so we we should start introducing healthy behaviors and modeling that for our children very early on
0: welcome to cut the crap with beth and matt the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast
1: are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise get strong as fuck and build a healthy relationship with food then you've come to the right place
0: let's Let's go. go If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon, where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in MyFitnessPal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week.
1: We believe that fitness is for everyone, so this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? We'll see you in the Patreon. What's up? All right, hey Beth, what's up?
0: Hi Matt, how are you?
1: I'm doing well. So, so good to see you. But it's, it's you too. It's, it's weird because we haven't done this in a couple of weeks. I know. <laughs> uh, so Beth, what is new in your world? You just got home from Florida.
0: Yeah. I just got home from Florida literally on Sunday. Today is Wednesday. So three days ago, um, I got a new tattoo. I'm getting two more tattoos in the next few weeks, which are previous appointments from like a year ago because my tattoo guy is booked up very far in advance. Jesus. So I just so happened to get all these tattoos at once. <laughs> so watch out <laughs> going to Arizona next week.
1: Nice. And you're going to be
0: for a seminar.
1: You're going to be, um, talking at the seminar, right?
0: No, nope. not this one. You're
1: not talking about this one, but you are, you do have a speaking engagement coming up soon. Though.
0: I Yes, I got asked to do a speaking event when I was in Florida. I believe it's called the Real Coaches Summit. This got will be it. the second year. Um, so I'm really nervous already. I'm, I'm going to be nervous for the next eight months.
1: <laughs> You're going to crush it though, Beth. You fucking, you crush everything.
0: And you you got a uh, asked to do a speaking event. I
1: did, yes. As well. So I'll be... Um, Going to Arizona myself, not not with you, of course. At the end of April, um, actually, when this episode's out, I will be in Arizona at this event. Probably, maybe even talking when you're listening to this. So that's
0: so cool. Um, so
1: I'm going to a seminar for other coaches across multiple industries. So not just health and fitness. Um, and they asked me to talk on their panel. Because they consider me successful or something, I guess. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Do you have a subject or topic that you're going to be discussing?
1: Um, it's more of a open Q&A type format.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. So, I like yeah, that a lot. I'm pretty That's sure that they haven't style. told me that
1: I need to prepare anything. I should probably figure that out for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: See that now I've been uh, kind of following some people that uh, help coaches with speeches with speaking. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing that I actually have to craft now. Okay, bring on the stress or the level up. Right. So is is
1: that something you're doing then is hiring somebody to help you with that?
0: No, I mean, actually, I don't know
1: just no, just no, planted then that seed in, that thought in your head uh, yeah, uh, yeah
0: I'm like well should I but no I don't think I want to but I, I'm just kind of like looking into it because it's new to me I don't fucking know what to do well, and when
1: we're learning something new and <laughs> something's unfamiliar yeah. what do we what do we usually do we, right? we look to the other people for guidance there whether it's a coach or yeah. somebody that we trust in the community mm-hmm. and um I just got done doing that backpacking trip over the weekend too, which was a lot of yeah. fun, 16 miles across two days. So in terms of backpacking, it's not a lot of miles, but for, for us, it was, it was a really good cause I haven't done a backpacking trip since last year. So that was a good way to get back into it for the year. Um, we did 10 miles one day. Yeah. I get some logs and mileage. Exactly the 10 miles one day we camped out and then did six miles the next day and then my pack was like 25 pounds or so so that was a
0: lot of fun oh, dang yeah and you took your dog I took my dog took dutch dutch must have loved it she
1: fucking loved it yeah she was wore <laughs> out though i tell you oh, what. i bet mm-hmm. that's the longest hike we've done together oh wow yeah i fucking love it live for it and i noticed on the second day i was like man i've i've been putting off putting getting new boots new hiking boots and i'm Mm -hmm. looking down at them and they're just like all cracked and falling apart i'm like and they're not even waterproof anymore it's like okay
0: oh geez i I definitely time
1: yeah it's time to do that especially with all the hiking we have planned coming up
0: yeah speaking of which we got some hiking plans folks and you're invited you're invited everybody we're planning a cut the crap meet and greet in utah in June, June 24th and June 25th, anyone is invited. So we haven't decided on a hike destination yet. It's going to be not something that is like going to be packed like at a national park. Right. No Zion. You know, because we want to be Zion like being. kind of like, yeah, intimate. And so we can, you know, that everyone can do it. Yeah. And we're not, you know, in the midst of like mass amounts of people.
1: Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're really excited for this. And we're going to Utah because... People keep telling us to come to Utah, come to Utah. So yeah. when we're going to go wherever you fucking tell us to go because we, right? like, we want to be involved with you and get, the, get, get all of you involved.
0: Let us know if there are some hikes that you know about that aren't too like, not like Zion or Arches. We don't or want a bunch of tourists crazy. is what
1: we're saying. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you know any hidden gems? If you do, please let us know. Email us, DM us.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we're going to plan this trip with your, with your suggestions and, and, and advice there. Um, Cause we yes. want to go where you want to go. Like I said, so we don't know for sure the date, but save that weekend, June 24th, June 25th. Uh, we'll work out the details. So let this be your, our, your, your notice. You're all on notice and we want to see you.
0: <laughs> we're making our way across America. Cut the crap across America. <laughs> Cut the crap
1: across America. We're just going to
0: drop style. truth bombs
1: fucking everywhere we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I think we're onto something. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah,
1: <laughs> something big. We'll mm-hmm. just drop truth bombs. That's right. Now, we 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 have a topic I think we want to talk about that's actually really important to us because we're both parents as well. But this is also something that we see in our our DMs and comments and things like that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. It's people ask us like, when is the appropriate age for you to start teaching your kids about calories and protein and and working out and things like that. So that's kind of where we're talking about like when, yeah. when like and Children how and their we, health. Children and their health because it's fucking important.
0: Yeah. So... Where do we even start, where, right? Where you do we even start? Right? I, I think it's, it starts with us first. It, it starts, starts with, with us, us. So honestly. I think taking a look at at your relationship with food and how you like, how do you talk about food or your body in front of your kids first? Right. Remember they listen to everything, everything you're having a bad day. You shame yourself or you're like, I look like shit. I'm fat. They hear that because you know, I, I know because I was, I was that child that heard that from her mother and then ended up having my own issues from her having so many issues with her diets and body and things like that. So, it starts with you. First. So paying attention to your words.
1: Yeah. Words matter the way you think to yourself matters too. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you. The way we teach our kids about nutrition and having a healthy relationship with food and, and loving ourselves and things like that. The way we do that is by showing them. We don't necessarily have to teach them. Kids, mm-hmm. kids, kids will pick up, they pick up everything. They're fucking clever. <laughs> we, we yeah. you, you know, that uh-huh. like, kids are always eavesdropping when parents are talking after they go to bed, right? Like they're having those adult Mm -hmm. conversations. Kids are listening to those things. They're, so they're very observant. They're very observant.
0: My son can hear me like whisper, like from like upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's
1: like, damn it, Johnny, mind your own business.
0: (laughs) What'd you say, mom?
1: Yeah. And it, it starts at an early age. And when really, what really breaks my heart is how, how young a lot of kids are getting put on diets these days. And mm-hmm. this isn't just these days, but it's, it's been this way for a while now. For instance, I, I had a call with somebody earlier today about coaching, and she was put on her first diet when she was eight years old.
0: Mm.
1: Eight years old, put on her first diet. It, it blows my mind, honestly, why we're doing this to our children and why we're doing this to ourselves? because when we're doing it to ourselves... Our kids are then going to be taking it in as well. So if we're if we're saying like, oh my god, carbs are bad for us, carbs are bad for me, carbs are carbs are going to make me fat. I can't eat that donut. It's bad. It's, it, it, what does that make our, right. our kids feel like? They're bad for eating a donut. They're they're fat for eating a donut. You know, you don't want you don't want your kids or, talking to themselves that way.
0: You're eating different food than your family, mm, okay, right? Yeah. So here's the you're demonizing donuts, but you're buying your kids donuts. Okay, I, I, I see that too.
1: So you right? do, like, do as I say, not as I do.
0: Exactly. So you're not allowed to have Doritos, but your kids are piling them down.
1: Don't be a fucking hypocrite is what we're saying.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, practice what you preach. If you, if you practice living a balanced, healthy lifestyle, your kid's gonna
0: see that. Exactly.
1: I think this is just really important too, because you and I are both health and fitness coaches. We haven't always been health and fitness coaches. This is you know a, a newer thing for us in the last few years. When I first started my weight loss journey, when my son was like six months old, I was definitely doing some unhealthy things to try to lose weight and get healthy. And it took me a couple of years, but thankfully my son didn't see me doing those things because he was super young. But I'll tell you what, when, when he started to get to be about five, six years old and, and he's starting to really be active, guess what he was always wanting to do? He was wanting to do what I was doing. He was, mm-hmm. he was wanting to to go play baseball. That's one of the reasons why he loves baseball so much because, because I was playing so, so much softball back then, he was always at, mm-hmm. he grew up at the ballpark with us. When I got away from that and I started working out and strength training and things like that, I, where would he go when I had to work out? He would sit in the children's play area, right? So he would, he would be getting introduced to the gym while well, he wasn't working out with me and I wasn't teaching him about working out. He was familiar with the environment. He's learning the environment. Right. He's learning. This is what dad does. I want to be like dad. And yeah. Dad,
0: Them feeling safe in a gym early on is going to only benefit them because you know how many people I know that are afraid to go to the gym, right? They weren't surrounded by that environment. Right. If you kind of grew up in the gym environment or know about the gym, that your parents go there and you know you've been there, it's going to feel easier for you to do that because you're surrounded by that. That's part of you. Mm -hmm. I think it's important that aspect as well
1: what is what is the saying it's you can't teach an old dog new tricks so we intru- we mm-hmm. should start introducing healthy behaviors and modeling that for our children very early on you know, my son now is, is 13 years old. Right. And and he's starting to start get serious about strength training because he wants to get stronger. And so I'm just kind of guiding him. And it, it it meant a lot to me that he asked me for help with that. I have never made him go to the gym with me and work out. I've never I would never force him to do that. But if that was something he wants mm-hmm. to do, then of course, I'm going to support that. Um, And that's something he he wanted to do. So I'm doing that with him because I've modeled that behavior for him in the past. Yeah.
0: Speaking of like exercise for kids, I feel, you know, a lot of kids are really on their computers too much. We need to get them outside. Oh my God. Yeah. We need to get them more involved in sports, you guys. I get so many DMs from parents, you know, know, like, how do I get my child moving? They're on their, you know, phone or computer. It's like, (sighs) get them off the fucking thing. You know, you're paying the bill and take them for a walk, but we got to get them outside. They need movement. Children need movement. Okay. Children need Diabetes movement. is on the rise do. for children. You know, we we need to have them move their fucking bodies. Like when in the 1970s and the 80s and, you know, we were outside all the time. We didn't have these problems as kids as much because we were more mobile. We didn't have any access to shit that just had us sitting down. We had to play. Yeah. And, you know, when I mean play, like with our bodies. <laughs>
1: Really, because we didn't have anything else,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? My thing was skating up and down the street and biking. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you did at that age. A
1: lot of yeah, definitely biking, um, rollerblading, mm-hmm. climbing trees, building fucking treehouses. Um, yeah. We had Nintendo. We definitely had Nintendo, but we we couldn't sit there and binge that all day. And I think right. the the electronics and getting on computers and video games and things like that. I'm not going to demonize that. And I know you're not either because I I love those things. And and I've Mm -hmm. definitely when I was on my unhealthiest, those things consumed my life is is where I was kind of going with this. When I was at my heaviest, when I was when I did the most when I did my binge drinking and my partying and all the stupid shit I used to back in the day. It was I was always video games were at the forefront of that. I would spend so many hours playing video games on Halo and and drinking Mm -hmm. two liters of soda while I'm doing it. What eating a bag of Doritos? Those are not health promoting behaviors, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not health promoting behaviors. Yeah. And and when you were saying something about, you know, in the 70s and 80s growing up and, and things like that, how active we were and childhood, obesity is on the rise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's that's the fact. And, and it's preventable because these are lifestyle things that's that's happening.
0: That's the thing. It is preventable. I mean, they're coming out with weight loss drugs for children. OK, that's a fucking problem. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. (laughs) That's a fucking problem. What the fuck? You're going to start giving your kid an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old a fucking shot for weight loss? That is fucked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They didn't ask for that. They're fucking children. How do they get there? Someone is feeding them. Mm Mm-hmm fucking truth this
1: is different from the the shots but Octavia, right one of the companies that we we talk about a lot they have a mm-hmm. a plan for teens that you can buy from them i don't know if you knew this or not but they have a yeah. plan for no teens. i didn't
0: know that jesus now so
1: now we're marketing an eating disorder in a in a coaching plan to to fucking kids right and you know whose kids are buying those things or, or not buying these kids aren't buying them you know whose kids are being put on those things the Octavia coaches selling that program Mm. It's insane to me. It's it's honestly insane to me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's there. They're, I have no words, actually. Mm-hmm. It
1: is our duty as, as parents to protect our children and to give them the the best life that they can be. And as, as a result of that, we need to be in the best health that we can because we can't be a great parent. We can't be as good of a parent as we as we want to be. And we can be if we're unhealthy, if we're not mobile, if we're not able to take care of ourselves, how can we take care of other people? Mm-hmm. some hard truths here on this one here because really yeah. it, it starts and it stops with us. Right. Um, I, I do. I do believe that yeah, we're seeing, we're in the middle of a kind of a really big movement here, especially with the anti diet culture stuff, how we're changing the narrative, but it's a fucking hard battle that we're fighting. It
0: really is. There's a lot. When you think you have you've made a dent, you're like, Oh shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Beth, you work with probably okay. equal number of female to male clients as I do. We only have maybe a handful of male clients. Most most of yeah. our clients are are women. Mm-hmm. Probably amongst all those women, ninety five percent of them probably that are forty years plus in age come to me and, and talk about how they've been struggling with their weight and diets since they were ten years old, Kid, eleven yeah, years old. Kids, mm-hmm. those kids didn't seek out those diets by themselves.
0: No. No, their parents did. They don't have the money to pay for those diets. Right. This is where it starts with you. Okay. End the cycle. We need to end the cycle, you guys. It needs to stop somewhere. Okay. This is getting fucking old.
1: We're we're fed up with it. We're we're fed up with it.
0: It's exhausting and it it's makes me really sad to see these kids that are falling in these footsteps that, you know, it wasn't their choice.
1: hmm Think about it. We can think of like our generations. We grew up in the clean your play club, right? Yeah. I just
0: talked about that today. Yeah. Did
1: you? The clean your play club is probably that saying that that thing that people used to do is one of the most harmful things that have probably taken place
0: when it comes to our the way we eat. Oh, my God. Like finish your food. Force feed yourself to you're so stuffed. Mm -hmm. okay? Or you can't leave the table. Like that's fucking gross.
1: Mm -hmm. I remember (laughs) there was this one time when I was a kid. Holy shit! I don't know. I can't believe I just thought of this. When we were kid, I don't remember how old I was. I was probably ten years old or so. Um, mm-hmm. I was pouring a bowl of cereal late night, and my mom was remarried at this point. She so with my stepdad, and I poured myself the bowl of cereal. poured the milk on, and the milk was bad. It was expired. It was clumpy, and and so I was going to throw it away. And my stepdad got pissed. We don't throw food away around here. We don't waste food. I'm like. I remember trying to argue with him, like it's it's bad, it's 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 expired. I don't I don't remember what came of that. I don't think I actually ended up having to eat it. My mom probably interjected, I'm sure, but right. the fact that like he was sitting there trying to make me eat food that was clearly expired, all in the name of we don't waste food. Yes, we were poor. We were really fucking poor,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you don't force your kid to rotten eat food, rotten food, right.
0: Yeah, they were intense back then. I think yeah. it stems from like their parents and like the Great Depression. Exactly. You know, yeah, um, sure. my mom was like we had to sit at the table and we we would sit there till like it was fucking dark out. Food scarcity. I mean, it was like we were being tortured because we weren't yep. eating. I mean, fucking what the fuck, right? So you think
1: about that, you know, our grand our grandparents that would have been their generation, right? Mm-hmm. raising our, our our parents. Of course, you know, they're in the clean your plate club and you don't waste your food because they literally had to fight for every morsel of food. They were starving to death.
0: They were like starving. So of course, they're going to finish their plate.
1: Right. We don't have that problem anymore. We, we have an um, abundance of food. Most people we've never had mm-hmm. more easily access to food, um, readily available food than we do right now. Of course, that's not true for everybody. I totally understand that. But Those, those that's outdated ways of thinking and doing things.
0: Yeah. I mean, and when you say, but you're wasting it, you would be wasting it if you were putting it in your body when your body didn't want it anymore. That is a waste.
1: You you want me to send it through my body and then just shit it out on the other end? Like
0: You know, like, how does that even make sense?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: We can prevent said waste as well. So we don't cook as much or portion it out so you don't waste it. Or you can take half of your food to go before you even start your meal at a restaurant. There's all kinds of ways to save and make sure that you're not throwing food away. But it's also okay to throw away those bites that are left on your plate because you're full. It's fine. You don't have to finish them and stuff yourself till you feel sick.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And your kids don't either. (laughs) Right. Okay.
1: So then then you know we can talk to, we can definitely talk with our kids and and about nutrition because i think it's important for our kids to understand how food makes them feel so if we teach yes. if we teach our kids how about the food awareness and how foods make you feel for instance right when they eat a donut they're probably not going to be satisfied right if they're hungry and they want a meal they're not we you know we're going to talk to them like eh, do we really think a donut is going to be the best thing for you right now when you should be eating lunch or dinner we can have the donut after, but we should eat something more satisfying first, that type of thing.
0: Yeah. Teaching them about like protein, what protein does for your body. Like mm-hmm. I think it's understanding basic nutrition. It should be taught in schools. Unfortunately, yes, I don't think be. a lot. It, it's really not. But you know, building a balanced plate. What does protein do? It's you know the building block of your cells. We need it to you know grow muscle and you know keeps you full. Mm-hmm. And then you have your carbohydrates. All right, the, the, your energy. You know, we just need to like talk about food like in like positive manner and what it does for you and how it makes you feel. Yeah. And that there's some foods that, you know, the sometime foods are that are, you know, the fun foods that we have these sometimes because they taste so good.
1: Right. And that's okay. That's not bad. And you're not bad for eating them. Right. I've been making a observation recently my son has always been a picky eater whose kid hasn't isn't a picky eater right but he's definitely expanding his his palate a little bit and i don't know if it's just because he's growing right now or or what but he's definitely starting to eat better he's he's eating more fruit which i i love he's never had a problem eating fruit but he's starting to eat that he's finding some vegetables that he likes um He's starting to gravitate towards more protein because um, he know, he understands why protein is important, right? Um, he mm-hmm. wants to start taking protein shakes and things like that. We're not there yet, but mm-hmm. you know we still want to eat our food, especially at that age. But we're getting there. We're getting there. That's awesome. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. See, they start to figure it out. They do. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, too, it's important when we're talking about exercise with our children and Modeling these behaviors, it's important for them to understand why we're exercising, and and strength training and lifting weights. We're not exercising rights because we we hate our body and we want to change it because of that. We we should be framing it in a way that exercise is good for us and that we it's something that we enjoy. It's something that's going to help us live a better life and all the positive benefits of it, rather than trying to lose fat. Right? No, we're not exercising to lose fat. We're not we're not exercising to to look a certain way to to look like your 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 favorite athletes and things like that cuz teenage boys they want to look like their favorite athletes and role models and things like that. So I think it's it's important for us to start setting those boundaries maybe or maybe expectations um early on with why we exercise as well.
0: Yeah, and for our heart health. Heart health. Heart health. Yeah. I think it, we can wrap it up by, you know, watch how you talk about yourself and food. Mm -hmm. In front of your children, you know, exercise with your children. Do fun things with them. Take them on walks with you. Take them on hikes with you.
1: Yes. Get them involved at an, you know, get them
0: involved in your cooking as well. When kids cook, with you'll find that they eat. Yeah. They, they will eat the food more. If you cook with them and then Mm -hmm. they can learn about the food. Like it's such a good teaching. I teach my son about food every time we cook together. He loves it. And then I'm like, okay, this is protein. This is going to, he's now he's like, actually like knows what protein is in food. And I'm like, this is really cool. It's like, Oh, I have Greek yogurt for lunch today, mom. I need some protein. And I'm like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Educated about, you know, something that's important.
1: Yeah. And on that same note too, and this is something that I've made videos about is, Getting your children involved in your grocery shopping and your gr- grocery mm, decisions, yes. like let them help you pick food out when you're going to the grocery store. Maybe it's just as simple as you need apples. So you ask them to go get the apples or maybe you just ask them like, hey, um, we let's get some fruit. What's your favorite fruit? Go pick it out mm-hmm. and we'll get that. You know, what's what vegetables do you like? OK, cool. You like mushrooms and you like onions. I don't think any kid probably would say that, but right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's go get, we'll get the mushrooms and onions and we'll pick out yeah. some good ones and then we'll, we'll make your favorite food with it. You know, mm-hmm. Getting them involved. You're modeling the behaviors that we want in our children at the end of the day. So um, I, I do want to acknowledge too, how, I, I know I already did this, but I know people are, are making this effort to change. I love it when I get onto a call with somebody and they tell me, that I have a, you know, I have a young daughter or I pl- I'm planning on having a family one day and I need to get a, get a hold of my disordered eating habits now because I know that I inherited them from my parents. Yes, I love my yes. parents and they didn't necessarily do it on purpose, but, mm-hmm. it, but it happened regardless. And I'm aware of that and it's not going to continue any longer. Yeah. I love, that. I
0: love that. Yeah, you're right. Those are a lot of people, more people that are becoming aware for sure.
1: hmm. Totally.
0: Awareness, y'all. Awareness is key. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. All right. There we go. That's it. That's it. If you want to come join us in the hike and the hike and greet the meet and hike, I don't know what the meet and greet. We we, we need to come come up with a clever name for these things. I
0: know. Meet and greet.
1: Let us know. Send us a DM. Let us know. Other than that. Check out our Patreon. If you are interested in struggling with some workout ideas, you need a structured plan that you can do at home or at the gym, go check it out and check out the recipes that we have to offer there as well.
0: Yep. Super awesome. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.